in the name of Jesus. Let it be released of your word in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let it be released of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. So that we don't, uh, we would say we are starting from that chapter 9 or lesson 9 uh, and then lose out on the first eight lessons. So, what we're going to be doing is that we'll be taking two lessons together every week till we catch up. So, we'll take uh, Genesis and Exodus today. Next week, we'll take um, Leviticus and Deuteronomy and Upper Week and on and on like that. So, that's what we're going to do until we catch up. Once we catch up, we start doing. Uh, one by one. Now, the Bible study manual, uh, the aim of the church leadership is that at the end of one year, we'll have gone through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And I think that is instructive. Uh, even though, uh, for those of you, although we not started last year, November, but for those of you who were already connected with me last year, November, you know that we, we read through the whole Bible in one month, in the month of November. And we also promised that uh, this year, like subsequently every November, from day one, November 1 to November 30, we go through the scriptures together. So even at the month of November, well, everybody in this church we're also going to read the Bible um, together in 30 days. So it's also in line with what the leadership, the vision of the leadership of the church. So straight up into it, we start at the book of Genesis. I know there are a number of us because today, today just the day we are giving out this uh, manual, so we didn't read from home. But from next week, it's going to be more interactive than, uh, how do I say now, than teaching. Because it shouldn't be Sunday sermon. Uh, it should be something we interact with. So uh, let's start with the introduction. The memory verse is actually the 
is, is, is a very common scripture. Let's read it together. Genesis 1 1. Once you go, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. This alone can give us a whole lesson today. Um, I'll try as much as possible not to be as theological as possible, uh, but uh, also give room for contributions. Can we take, um, can someone read the introduction for us, the first paragraph of the introduction? Who's reading for us? Take a mic and read for us. How do you think the world would look? Yeah. Would look like, without the book of Genesis, that gives historical validity to the beginning of all things. The world would have been without any accurate record of relations. The book of Genesis gives the historical accuracy to creation story. God in the book of Genesis provides solutions to the problem of the beginnings of all things, which science will not give a satisfactory answer. The book of Genesis remains the source. To modern readers, the book of Genesis might appear to be a strange book, beginning as it does with God and creation, and ending with Joseph in a coffin in Egypt. Indeed, in the beginning, both serves is titled and is suggested as to what the book is all about. In other words, it tells the beginning of God's story, creation, human disobedience, and divine redemption. It is also the first book of the Pentateuch and serves as an introduction to the entire Bible, the story of God, choosing and making the covenant with the people through whom he would reach all people. The first Hebrew word used in the book, parachutes, is also used as a title. However, the English Bible uses the word Genesis, which is the Greek translation of the original Hebrew word. Genesis is a title that reflects what to find in the entire book, for it means the origin, source of creation. Obviously, the entire history took place before Moses' birth. His role in writing Genesis will be set to be mainly under the influence of the Holy Spirit to carefully fit together all the available written and oral accounts that we now have present in Genesis. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, lovely, aspire to perspire. Um, how do we call it now? So, what is this saying? If, if, a number of points there that I would love us to discuss, but let's 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 start. What is this introduction saying? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's start. It's an historical uh, yes of the beginnings of the yeah. Okay, thank you. Any other person? Okay, there's something they said there. Moses was said to be the one that wrote it, but some things happened before the birth of Moses. You see, that, that obviously the entire history took place before Moses' birth. Right? So how did he write it? And it's what is the first book of the Pentateuch. Yeah, what is the middle of Pentateuch? Do you understand that? Yes, Pentateuch, Pentateuch. Yeah, very good. Yeah, we have lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, yes. Yes, God bless you. So this is one of the reasons why we believe that the scriptures was written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Although some other scholars have suggested that Moses asked questions, 
went around, asked questions, but nobody could have told him about the creation itself. Yes, the historical part, he asked questions, he looked at how did we get here, how did we get into this, and look at the whole book, the, the, the introduction gave us the overview of the whole book. He started with the creation of the world, ended with Joseph in the coffin. Now, if you look at that, by the time we are reading the Bible, you will see this. That God started, is similar to how they told us to be writing essays in those days. They say you start introduction, it's like a funnel. You know, introduction will be wide, and you narrow it down, you narrow it down, you narrow it down, you get to your point. So God started with the whole universe, and narrow, 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 narrow till he got to one family. That's the whole book of Genesis. Now, there's something that I also want to point out here. Paragraph 2, the first Hebrew word used in the book, Bereshit. Bereshit is the Hebrew word and it was translated to English to mean Genesis. Bereshit means beginning. So, the, that Genesis 1 1, then another thing everybody says is before we look into that Genesis 1 1. The first five books of, of the Bible, the Pentateuch, are named, Hebrew books are named by the first letter that appears in the book. So, if you look at an Hebrew Bible, Bereshit is the beginning, is the first word that appeared in, 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 in Genesis. The same thing with Exodus, the same thing with uh, uh, Leviticus, Deuteronomy, and Numbers. The, the first word, the book bears the name of the first, first word. So if that is the, then you can see that that Genesis 1 1 we read in the beginning has already messed up. It has watered down what was happening in that Genesis 1 1. Introducing article THE there by that English translation has messed it up. Why? What Hebrew said is beginning, God created. That's but English translated as said, in the beginning. Putting as the she means that there is a particular point is happening. Whereas Hebrew was trying to let us know that nobody knew, we just know that beginning, God. God is eternal, not created. I was preaching in Lagos uh, on Sunday, and we're talking about um, the light of the world. God creating, created the light. God called out the light before he created the sun. And someone said in the church that Jesus was the light created in Genesis 1-1. Because of what I was uh, preaching, I didn't want to um, uh, analyze that. Jesus was not created. Satan was created. Satan is eternal, but he's created. Jesus is eternal, not created. It had no beginning because he's God. God had no beginning. So if you say Jesus is the light that was created in Genesis, devil was created before this light. <laughs> Do you understand? So the article THE here makes us think that there is a, oh, on this day, on this day, oh, bam, we started. And that is what gave rise to a number of analyses that are faulty these days. Do you understand? Because when we think that it has a, a definite point, uh, history will let us know that the, the earth is 6,000 years old. And that those things came from this interpretation, thinking that it has a, a definite, no, the Hebrew word is Bereshit, beginning, God created 
scripture, we can't even say this was when it started. Once you understand that, your, your concept about God, about how God operates, will change. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, um, let's look at the discussion. Chapters 1 to 11 talks about the primeval history of mankind. So, um, it, it makes us to understand the history uh, from Adam down to uh, the fall in chapter 3, Cain and Abel. Uh, okay, let's, let's just read those things. I would want people to be reading for me so that we, we, we participate together. An overview of history of mankind from Adam to Abraham expressed in the record of five major events. So let's read those five major events. Yes, let's together. One to go. Yes, number two. Good. Number three. Beautiful. Number four. Number five. Beautiful. So let's quickly talk about these five things. Uh, we know about Adam and Eve and the fall. Cain uh, and Abel. Uh, if you have issues in your family today, your family, you people don't talk to each other, blah, 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 and you think that your family is so, uh, how do I say it now? Disorganized. Rossier. Cain and Abel, eh? their grandfather was God. God, 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 God. God speaks to their parents face to face like this. The first mother in the history of mankind happened in the family that God established. So you are not tell your neighbor, you are not alone. <laughs> you are never you are, you are, you are never walk alone. So it's I mean when you look at things like that, uh, uh, the president of Press Apostolic Church, Pastor Oweso Radile, was preaching uh, 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 last week during the uh, one one of the services the anniversary there. Uh, he said something that is very significant that the fact that you gave your life to Christ doesn't make you immune to attacks. Am I right? You know what I was saying that, ah, once you just start serving God like this, everything in your life will start going smoothly. Yes, the Lord will prevent some challenges, but that it doesn't give, it doesn't give you an, an auto-immune to challenges. And these two people, uh, Cain and Abel, uh, that was, I think, the grandson of Cain. That was when man started calling unto God. Uh, then the great flood came. Let's look at that great flood. Let me just explain it a little bit. Um, people used to think that, I, I saw one, one, one uh, post 
uh, on social media over the week. And the person was saying that um, religion is one of the greatest, um, what's it, I'm looking for the word, one of the greatest things that happen to man. That uh, if you remove religion from some of the things you are doing, blah, 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 will be better, will be this, will be that. And I kept to think about it. The days that there were, there were no religions was the days before the flood of Noah. How sweet were those days? Hello? How sweet were the days before Noah? How organized were those days? Uh, we're talking to a friend, I think two weeks ago, uh, and he was saying it's a bit close to the some of the political leaders and was just telling was just telling us something that see do, do the, the effect of all those small small churches small small mosques about that is giving people hope that is telling you you can make it the Lord will answer your prayers that is what has not made this country explode now you may think that those those things are small you may think they are ineffective that if you remove that system away from this country in one week this, this country will we born and look at the days of Noah. There was no, they were not calling on God, they were not. You get my point. And that was in those days, that was when they, uh, what's it called? God, God looked at them, He wanted to kill all of them. So, as much as uh, the um. Not evil now, I don't want to use the word evil. Some things that are not desirable are happening in religion and things. As much as we don't support that, actually religion has done a lot more good than bad. So that was what happened um, to Noah. Now, uh, this Tower of Babel, I really want us to also look at that. Wow, time. A number of people have said that God was was threatened by by man trying to build a tower. When we're in children's church, they used to tell us that those who wanted to build a tower so that they, they would go to God like this and looking at God's face. So God was threatened. God thought that ah, if we leave these people, they will build a tower. That, that was that will work for five-year-olds, six-year-olds, you know, just for our teachers to to explain to us. But when I, and I'm, an, I'm, an, I'm a very inquisitive child, so when I became a teenager, I started thinking, the pata pata, if they build that tower, if they, were, if they are succeeded, the tower will be as high as the moon. It will carry, it will, will leave this atmosphere. They will build it on the moon. She be man as though the moon and come back. Why was God not stressed? <laughs> So I thank God I had mentors that were that will listen to all those crazy questions I used to ask them. At that time I said we didn't even know that they were going to go to mass. Now they are planning to go to mass. <laughs> so our God is not threatened. God has not come to scatter our language the second time. So what was happening there? Please open to Genesis 11. Let me find that that verse. Genesis chapter 11. Yes. Okay, let's look at the reason why they were building it. 
Yes. All the people of the world spoke the same language. Uh -huh. I use the same words. As the people migrated to the east, mm -hmm. they found a plain in the land of Babylon yes. and settled there. They began saying to each other, mm -hmm. Let's make bricks and adding them with fire. In region, bricks were used instead of stone, and tar were used as counter. Yeah. Then they said, Come, let's build a great city for ourselves. Okay. So that wishes into the sky. Yes. This will make us famous. They want to make a name, number one. It will make us famous. Yes, go ahead. And keep us from being scattered all over the world. And then they don't want to be scattered all over the world. Yes. But the Lord came down to look so, at So, very good. Two reasons. They, they, they want to be famous, they want to have a name. And they don't want to be scattered all over the world. No, leave it to be fine. Don't worry. It's be fine. Do you understand? Now, go back to, I think, chapter 8. Chapter 8. Yes, in Chap that way. Yeah. The Lord scattered them all over. No, no, chapter 8. Genesis chapter 8. Okay. Chapter 8, verse. Uh, where God blessed Noah. Okay. Verse 8, uh, chapter 8, verse 1. Yes. But God remembered Noah yes. all the white animals. No, no, after the flood. When he gave it. Verse 21. Yes, 21, yeah. And the Lord was pleased with the armor of the sun. Yes. And I said to himself, yeah. I will never again cause the ground because of the human race. Mm -hmm. Even though everything they think or imagine is bent towards evil. Yes. That was the world without religion. No. Everything they are thinking is towards evil. Yeah, go ahead. I will never again destroy all the nations. Yes. As long as the air remains, okay. there will be planting and harvest. Okay. Okay. Okay, maybe it was in the beginning he blessed Noah. When God remembered him, God blessed him and said, Yes. And God blessed Noah. Yes. And his sons. Yes. And then told them, Yes. Be fruitful. Be fruitful. And multiply. Fill the air. Fill the air. You understand? That was the same blessing he gave Adam in the beginning. In Genesis 1.26. Be fruitful. Multiply. Fill the air. By chapter 11. These guys don't want to fill the air. That was their issue. It's not that God was threatening that they would come and look at his face or look at his, or the God was threatening at their unity. They said, we want to make a name for ourselves. We want to be famous, number one. Number two, they are being famous was not even the issue with God. Number two, we don't want to be scattered and fill the earth. Exact opposite of what God asked man to do. That was why God um, scattered them. So let's go to the next one, historical so, how historically reliable is Genesis as part of God's inspired word as confirmed in the New Testament? Uh, because of time, God will have discussed this, uh, but several things, even science uh, confirms a number of things that uh, Moses recorded in the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, the book of beginnings, according to one, uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 25, and co. What are those things that began with Genesis? Who is prophetically presented as the seed of the woman in chapter 3, verse 15? We know that Jesus, we've actually talked about that during Easter. Uh, the seed of the woman is Jesus. Okay, so the second era, so the first era is the primeval historical uh, history of mankind. That's from the creation to the Tower of Babel. Then the patriarchal era talked about um, the call of Abraham, then how that covenant was transferred to Isaac, uh, to Jacob, and then to Joseph. Because the book itself ended with Joseph in the coffin. 
Uh, we need to quickly go now and uh, let me just read those places. God gave his covenant to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. What is this covenant? A covenant that will establish uh, a, a kingdom for them forever uh, and their seed will be numerous as the sun, sand, of, sand of the sea. Why do you think Abraham was called friend of God? Let's discuss that. Why do you think Abraham was called friend of God? Crazy faith. I mean, if Abraham lives in our days, some of us who are fellow church people will tell him that don't mind this, this is real. Like, <laughs> crazy faith. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Going through Genesis 38 to 48, a very large portion of passage is devoted to who and why. Genesis chapters 37 to 48. Who is it devoted to? Why? Yeah, let's look at it. Don't worry. Today, because we didn't, we didn't take the manual. Yeah. Why? Was it clear to Joseph? Yes, because we actually talked about Joseph three weeks ago and four weeks ago. So that's a simple expo. Why? Why do you think he talked about that? From the history, from all the things that have been happening in Genesis. No, why do you think it's dedicated to him? That, that, that also is further establishing the fact that further establishing the first covenant to fill the endorsement. Why are they saying that dominates the land of Israel? Good. Yeah, thank you. Number one, Joseph stopped the famine that would have ravaged the whole world. Number two, the, the, the book of Genesis also called the book of Tolidos. Tolidos means rise and fall. Rise and fall. If you see a number of history, this person was born, became this, here, and died. He was born, became so book of Tolidos, book of Tolidos. So everybody came, died, came, died. He got to Joseph to see how God preserved that one family. So because the whole Genesis was coming narrowing down to that one family of Israel. So the, 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 the what's it called? The effort or the activity of Joseph in how God is preserving that one family. What God did, how they ended up in Egypt, and how Joseph, in fact, so let me just quickly say this. Joseph asked them to, to take his bones with him when they are going. 420 years later, sir, they took his bones. What kind of technology makes people embalm the body for 420 years? Could it be cremation? Could it be liquid nitrogen? Was his body frozen? Is there a technology that we have lost in, in history? Those people cannot be remote, they cannot be that crude. 5,000 years ago, do you understand my point? Maybe, maybe this is just me thinking scientifically. Maybe there's a technology that we've lost over the, over the years that we don't know. So, well, let's just go ahead. Um, uh, okay, let's 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 go ahead. Let's just conclude and then go to um, Exodus because of time. So we know that uh, Genesis is the book of beginnings. Um, Okay, Genesis does not only deal with origins, but the ultimate question of life. 
Where did our universe come from? Why are we here? Why do we have to die? These are thought-provoking questions which the mortal man cannot answer. But be it scientists, philosophers, or astrologers, the only person who could really answer these questions for us is God himself. Without the book of Genesis, our knowledge of, create, of a creating God will be pitifully limited and will be and would be woefully ignorant of the beginning of our universe. Through Genesis, God is teaching us that he is the creator and that he desires relationship with his people. People are special to God and are unique above all. No matter the situation and no matter the depth of your sin, God loves and wants to use you in his plan. What was the cost in Eden? Genesis 3. What was the cost in Eden, Genesis 3, is restored to us in Jesus Christ, Romans 5.12. He alone is worthy for us to be an extension of his kingdom on earth. Just like the nation of Israel was set apart to carry out God's purpose to the world, would you be faithful to carry out God's purpose on earth? Um, now imagine if there was no book of Genesis or the creation story. The criticism that people are criticizing the book of Genesis now will be, will, will be worse because you know, we will not be able to criticize because we just be coming out with some theories. Now imagine Genesis was written over 4,000 years ago and science is still trying to catch up with some of the things uh, that was written there. Let's go to the book of Exodus. Memory verse, Exodus 2.24. Let's, let's read it together. I want to go. Okay, someone else will read the introduction for us, please. Exodus is the second book of the Bible. The name is a Latin word which means exit, departure, going, or way out. The book and the different part of the Pentateuch describes the miraculous turning point in Israel's history. The exit from Egypt. It continues the narrative opened in Genesis and completed by the remaining books of the law. Someone has said, Exodus follows Genesis in much the same relation as the New Testament stands to the Old Testament. Exodus accounts for the early years of the Israelites, including their birth and earliest development as a nation, divinely elected in accordance with God's eternal redemptive plan. In fact, it is predominantly the book of redemption in the Old Testament and it conveys the design for deliverance redemption. Both internal and external evidences support that the book was written under divine inspiration, 2 Timothy 3.16, by Moses, the servant of God, who doubled as the great hero in the book. In the book. He wrote to reveal God's love and purpose in redeeming an enslaved people from the bondage in Egypt consecrating them into covenants that established them as his own people and pitching his royal tent on earth, all through a human mediator. The book records the call and work of Moses as a type of Jesus, our supreme mediator. It also describes how God instituted the priesthood and delineates the functions of the prophet. It showed how God's ancient covenant relationship with his people graduated into the mosaic covenant at Sinai. It reveals God's character and the from Satan, 
saying, and the world Christ, character of progressive self-revelation, climax in the person of Jesus Christ. It shows that true worship should naturally follow the redemption for the redeemed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, this has just summarized the whole book of Exodus, starting with the uh, uh, birth of Moses, they call their cry, uh, how they came to to a point whereby the king started victimizing them, uh, and, and then their deliverance. That last line says that um, uh, worship should naturally follow redemption. When they left. Uh, Red Sea, the Bible says they looked back and saw the armies of Egypt perish uh, in the sea. And um, Deborah uh, brought out a tambourine and, and the prophet started singing and composed the song and they started worshiping. So, whenever we are redeemed, whenever we are delivered, whenever there is a deliverance that occurs in our life, what should naturally follow it is worship. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, so discussion. The need for deliverance. So we can discuss now. Wherever we now finish Exodus, we just conclude and then uh, go. How does Exodus 1, 1 to 7 fulfill Genesis 12, 2? Can someone open Exodus 1, 1 to 7? Another person, Genesis 12, 2. Yes, and Genesis 12 2. I'm reading Exodus 1, 1 to 7. Yeah. These are the names of the sons of Israel, that is Jacob, who moved to Egypt with their father, each with his family. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Zebulon, Benjamin, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, and Asher. In all, Jacob had 70 descendants in Egypt, including Joseph, who was already there. In time, Joseph and all his brothers died, ending that entire generation. Mm. For their descendants, the Israelites had many children and grandchildren. In fact, they multiplied so greatly that they became extremely powerful and filled the land. Eventually, okay, verse 7. Okay, so someone else to open Genesis 12. Two. I will make you into a great nation. Yes. I will bless you and make you famous. Mm. So how does this two, how does that Exodus one fulfill the Genesis? We're going to be a discussion. Oh yeah, Madame Sophia. That they became so. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Okay. Obviously, jealousy, envy, and hatred regarding the geometric multiplication of the children of Israel made the Egyptians 
to subject them to hard bondage. How does this relate to how the church has been persecuted by the world, right from the acts of apostles? So yeah, maybe if we close yourself, I don't mind. You understand? Have you ever, have you ever wondered why the whole other religions unite against Christianity? Every other religion will unite to just make either to um, uh, deny the fact that Jesus is the Son of God or to deny the fact that Jesus rose from the dead. You understand? So why? How does how do you how does this relate to the Egyptian being jealous of the Israelites? Joy. Let's have, let's have let we all that people can still talk. Yes, go ahead. So how does that the fact that they were jealous, Egyptians were jealous of Israelites? How does it relate that? That doesn't relate to be the church being persecuted right from the book of Acts of Apostles. Why is the church being persecuted? Why is the church being persecuted? Why were the Israelites also being persecuted? Yeah. Can you understand? So, 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 Christianity these days, every 
if I say in the name of Jesus, God will answer me. But you is lying in a How many times do you say lying in a before? And something to you that example. That was what I told you that you still have to like um, pester. That was what I said. I said you have to pester your God before you answer God. If I say in the name of Jesus, it is just that we don't understand the kind of thing we have. Only other mission that God is teaching wonders, but it is we that we need to realize the power of Christ in us. Amen. Have you ever wondered um, if I spend half of my salary in club, who comes on social media to criticize me? People were discussing on, on uh, WhatsApp group, uh, alumni WhatsApp group today about, uh, I think it was yesterday, about betting companies. And someone said, if you can go, if you can fall into the trap of gambling and betting, the things don't seem to put to your brain, eh? not more poverty will deliver you from it. But you never see anybody come on social media to criticize betting. Jared, do you know how many billions betting companies are raking? Massive, and betting shops are opening in every corner. And nobody, do you understand? Nobody will come and say that ah, these betting people are just using your money to. Nobody will come and say that you are giving yourself a ritual or you're going to the same sugar who sleep in somewhere, sleep inside a mortuary, sleep in graveyard. Do you understand? Which is something about this name of Jesus. That even at the beginning, at resurrection, they were paying bribe to deny resurrection. It can't be normal. Do you understand? It can't be ordinary that, that, that the Pharisees have to go and pay bribe to say that don't say it's the rose So there's something special, something different about this Jesus, about this Christianity. Something different. For his clothes. Do you understand? A lot of things. So, honestly speaking, uh, because of, of the fact that God is involved in this. And I, I do say something. Why is tight? Thank you, my sister, for raising tight. Why is tight an issue in Christianity? I mean, in, in this Sorosuke world. Why? Because whatever God demands becomes an issue. How? The day you say you want to fast, that's the day that 8.30 a.m. <laughs> Your stomach will start. There are days that 3 p.m. You won't even remember that. Ah, yeah, I'm going to today, But the day you want to dedicate as, oh, today, oh, I want to fast. It is that day that your stomach will be demanding for food. The child that you dedicate to Christ, to God, that's the child that the devil will be interested in. The same thing, 10% is not the issue. You can spend 10% of your income on ice cream. Nobody will raise an idea. But the moment you spend 10% of your income on God, it becomes an issue. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So it is a matter of worship. The devil has been seeking that worship since the beginning. He even came to Jesus, worship me. He's about worship. Just acknowledge me. So in, in as much as you are giving 90% of your income to the devil, it is fine. It is when you want to give that 10% to God that it becomes an issue. 
Okay, so uh, let's just quickly wrap up. Wow, time is gone so that we can pray. The deliverance is effected. Uh, we could see the Passover um, and the plagues that happened um, in, in Egypt. Uh, the Passover is still what we, what we celebrate with Holy Communion uh, and the blood of Jesus. Those are just foreshadows of what um, Jesus is going to do. And then the redemption enhanced. Now, God didn't just deliver Israel from Egypt, but he also gave them a constitution, the law. By the grace of God, maybe this month or next month, we're going to be talking about um, the issue of tithing. And that's when we're going to look at the difference between the constitutional tithing, the law that God gave Egypt, I mean Israelites, and then the commandments of, of paying tithes uh, in the New Testament. But uh, when we do that, we'll, 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 we'll zoom in into that. Um, God also gave them a tabernacle um, God, because God wanted them to fellowship with Him. Let's just conclude. Not every expectation, not, not every unpalatable situation we find ourselves is occasioned by sin. Some situations are aimed at fulfilling God's desires for our lives. I think we should really, really understand this. It's not everything that is the attack from the devil. It's not everything that the devil is attacking us. There are some that it is God himself that um, did those. Okay? God hears and attends to humble and genuine prayers for deliverance in his own time and way. Just that we must cooperate with him and follow his leading. Exodus illustrates God's design for deliverance and portrays Jesus Christ as a Passover lamb. Jesus is indeed a deliverer, savior, Passover lamb, and high priest. He is the fulfillment of the law and the word himself. Only those who accept his lordship are saved, sanctified, and saints. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we have some 15 minutes thereabouts to pray. Um, we'll just see some prayers uh, in the manual, then uh, we'll just add one or two more. Uh, let's be on our feet. Do we have questions before we pray? Questions or comments before we pray? Yes, go ahead. The first uh, point of conclusion that not every unpalatable situation we find ourselves yeah. is occasioned by sin. Yeah. Some situations are aimed at fulfilling God's design. Yeah. Someone has a question last week. I saw it in the message. Why is it that when God called pastors or missionaries and they refuse to go, is it that they lose their job? You understand the question? We've heard that story now. No, there's nobody there who's living in Nigeria who has not heard the story like that. Let's, 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 let's think about it. Let's contribute. Thank you. Any other contribution? Yeah, pastor. <laughs> okay, you know some people, when God calls them, ah, no, God, I don't want to work for you. 
they will either lose their job, their world turns upside down, they have accident, their car goes right off. Before they say, okay, I'm coming. So why? And the person is not asking why. Why does God have to go through that? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Enjoy your sense of <laughs> Okay, I will share my own experience. And then maybe just say one or two more points. I was very, very young. Maybe my early or mid-teenage years. I got to In fact, I saw my first vision at the age of nine. In fact, God, God has been gracious with me. God has shown me my future at the age of nine. I still remember the vision being when the KG prayed with my dad. So it was one that told me, ah, that's how you see vision, so that vision is also a mess of life. So when I was about 14, then about 13, God told me, I'm going to use you. And God made me understand some principles that the end result is that I will use you. That me too. Between now, between me telling you now, and me using you, that me too is left in your hands. But at the end, I will use you. Either you come with, back to me with POP in your leg and POP in your hand and say, no, okay, you agree. The end result is that you will work for me. Or you agree, get, get now. And say, here I am, send me, and you are sent. The end result is that you will be used. If God is going to use a man for any purpose, eh? Forget it. Run to mass. Eh? Follow Elon Musk's rocket. One way people to mass. You will find your way back to this earth and be used by God. That is God for you. So, a number of people, because God has given us free will, He will not force us. God has given us free will. And to every of our actions, they are equal and opposite. It's actually law of nature, not uh, law of motion. This is the law of motion. So, when we make all these mistakes and we run away from God, eh, there are reactions that we follow it. Is that the, the God leads the devil to show you demo a little bit? Or God himself send an angel to be starting your journey. Why? To bring you back. That is the end result is that you will still come back. And then, another thing that I discovered, especially about the book of Exodus, Pharaoh, it wasn't that God hardened the heart of Pharaoh. That was wrongly translated to English. God didn't harden his heart like that. The original Hebrew, what it means is that God strengthened his will. <laughs> he didn't want to release the children of Israel before. His will is not to release them. So God just heard. Oh, you don't want to hear what I mean. God now made that he's not wanting to hear what a little bit stronger. Yeah. God strengthened his will. So when you see people, that's why the Bible says even in the New Testament that God, because they don't want to retain God in their knowledge, he gave them up to a problem and to do the things that are not convenient. So if you don't want to hear word, go 
God will leave you to die your will. In fact, it will make your will stronger. Oh, if you don't want to hear what I mean, don't worry. I will help you to do it well. You remember an, our mothers, the child of also grew up in the southwest. I don't know, not that mothers, maybe they didn't do all that. If you go to your mommy, when she's cooking soup and she tastes it, I say, Mommy, I want to taste it. <laughs> so all of your mothers did it. <laughs> so that time, the whole spoon, I pour it in your head and I go and taste it exactly. Are you there? <laughs> you want to eat the old super? Yeah, I'm taking it. So it's similar to that. Eh, you want to eat super? Or you say, eh, eh, there was a story I heard. The person went to steal meat or something like that from the pot. The mother now came, went to buy plenty meat, cook everything, put it there, finish the meat. You want to eat it? You're going to eat the meat. You understand? So that is how God operates at times. That, okay, I've sent people to you, I've sent messages to you, you don't want to listen to me. I will help you not listening to be stronger. Do you understand? So that is what happens. Not just people that God has called. God has come and be sending a message to you. God will be telling you to stop doing some things, come do some things, help someone, or do something. God will now make you, do you think it's normal for someone to steal 400 billion? Do you understand? It's not normal. It's not, it's not normal. It's not, it's, not, it's not normal. You cannot be a normal human being and sleep for the video. So God strengthened their will to their destruction. So at that destruction, it may not be in the jail cell that someone will meet God, will meet Christ. The end result is that you will meet Christ. Or you just come and meet him, yeah, yeah, when he's sending the words to you. But the end result is either you have... You've been injured, you've been stabbed, you've had accident, and you then resolve to see Mr. Christ. Or you just say, Here I am, Lord, and you just see Mr. Christ. If God is going to use you, if there's a word on your life that God is going to use you, the end result is that you'll be used. So I learned that early in life. So I didn't, and I thank God, I mean, I, 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 the, the relationship I have with God is to talk to me. And I told God, Lord, I want to, I want to climb. My career ladder fast. You know, I love career. So when I left school, I told God, please just help me with my career. And within 10 years, I got to the peak of my career. In fact, when I got to the peak of my career, even me myself, I'm the one now rushing myself. God has done his part. Come and do your part. <laughs> do you understand? So that's my hope. The question has been properly answered. Let's stand up as we pray. Wow. Hallelujah. 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 Let's just thank God and appreciate Him for this time. Let's just thank Him for His Word. Let's thank Him for sending His Word at this time. Let's go and appreciate the name of the Lord. Let's bless the name of the Lord. Thank you for sending your word to us. Lord, we give you glory. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you glory. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Say, Lord, help me to properly value and cherish the redemption and salvation you have perfected for me. Let's begin to pray. Lord, help me to value redemption and salvation. Help me to value the redemption and salvation to be promised for me. 
in the name of Jesus. Help me to battle redemption. Help me to battle salvation. In the name of Jesus. Help me to battle redemption. Help me to battle salvation. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Say in the name of Jesus. Lord, help me to see your hand. Clearly written. In everything I'm passing through, we need to pray, Lord, whatever I'm passing through, help me to see your hand clearly written in it. In the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand clearly written in what I'm passing through. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand clearly written in what I'm passing through. In the name of Jesus, help me to see your hand clearly written in them. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Say, Holy Spirit, help me to maintain. Sound fellowship with you and the brethren. Let's begin to pray. Father Lord, help me to maintain a sound relationship with you and the brethren. Help me to maintain a sound relationship with the Holy Spirit and with the brethren. Not to be taken out of this, this commission. Not to be taken out of this fellowship in the name of Jesus. Not to be taken out of this fellowship in the name of Jesus. Help me to maintain a sound relationship in the name of Jesus. 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 In Jesus' name we pray. Say, Father, fill me with unending love for your word. Begin to pray, begin to pray, begin to pray. Lord, make me thirst for your word. Fill me with unending love for your word. In the name of Jesus. Fill me with unending love for your word. In the name of Jesus. 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 Lord, fill me with unending love for your word. In the name of Jesus, fill me with unending love for your word. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, fill me with unending love for your word. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Say, as I read your word, it will bring life to me. It will bring life to my situation. Begin to reflect. As I study the word this week, this month, it will bring life to me. In the name of Jesus, it will bring life upon my situation. In the name of Jesus, it will bring life upon my destiny. In the name of Jesus, as I study the word, that the life of the Lord, the road is the way of the Lord. The way of the Lord will keep you with me. Jump out from those letters in the name of Jesus and address my situation in the name of Jesus. The light of the Lord will address every situation in my life in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, the light of the Lord, the light of the Lord in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name we pray. Say the month of June, I declare light in the month of June. Begin to declare light, light, light. Life, life, life. Open doors to life. Life in my career. Life in my ministry. Life in my family. In the name of Jesus. Life upon life upon life. In the name of Jesus. The month of June is declared the month of life. In the name of Jesus. We take yet to open doors of life. In the name of Jesus. Open doors into life. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Ancient of this, thank you for your word. Lord, as we depart from this place, Lord, the life between the world, behind these words, Lord, will accompany us to our houses in the name of Jesus. This month is declared open to life in the name of Jesus. You will give us unending thirst for your love, for your word in the name of Jesus. More love for your word.
word in the name of Jesus. As you read the word, as you study the word, the life behind the letters will address our situations in the name of Jesus. Is there any one of us who will be calling and will be trying, will be, will be stubborn? Give us the grace to humbly come back in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.